This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, a very significant meeting has taken place, or is about to, between uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin and the dictator from North Korea, Kim Jong-un. They are meeting in Vladivostok. It is a journey that Kim has taken by train, which is his customary way of traveling. The agenda, we believe, is a discussion about the North Koreans providing weapons to Russia who are running out of weapons and need some more supplies, which is something that the North Koreans have plenty of. What they don't have is food. 25% of the people of North Korea are believed to live in or close to starvation. And this is a significant uh, meeting. And to discuss it now, we're joined by Dmitry Elovsky, who is the chief editor for YouTube channel Korokovsky.live. And Dmitry has been guiding us through this war. He's a very brave journalist. He worked for TV Rain in Russia before that channel was closed down because it would not comply with the regime's demand that it make up news and uh, Dmitry has left. He is in Lithuania and it's a pleasure to welcome him to the stand. Now, Dmitry, thank you very much for joining us and we're very grateful to you, as you know, for bringing us the news throughout this now long, long war. I, I want to begin by asking you about a dramatic attack yesterday, last night, I think, um, uh, Ukraine's launched on an important Russian target. Hello, Iman, and uh, thank you very much for having me. Um, concerning the attack on um, Sevastopol, it's a very important Russian Navy base situated in uh, Crimea, and uh, it um, has a strategic meaning. And Ukrainians are treating Crimea definitely as a um, as a war target, and um, they've been um, firing like um, some uh, dozens of missiles ton tonight, uh, and uh, th th they did it uh, to in order uh, to um, uh, to shield the uh, very important uh, navy factory, which is. Uh, Situated near the city, we are aware that there are uh, there, there is like 
20 people wounded and probably uh, two uh, men, two Russian men uh, died in this incident in Crimea, which makes it unprecedented, actually. This is one of the most... Um, uh, one of the most bloody, I think, attack of uh, Ukrainians on, on the territory of uh, Crimea. But we are also aware that the, they managed to down an important Navy uh, submarine, uh, which was situated in uh, Sevastopol. Uh, and uh, this happened actually when Vladimir Putin is on the other side of the country, um, having some talks with his Asian friend, Asian pal, Kim yes. Jong-un, and uh, I think that's going to bother him a lot. Now, uh, Putin wants from this meeting weaponry uh, missiles uh, that the North Koreans have plenty of, apparently. And the North Koreans want food, although on his train he's eating lobster, uh, the great leader, drinking good French wine and leading a fairly good life. Is it embarrassing for Putin to have to go to Vladivostok, to have to go to the man, and indeed has to ask for weapons. Although it is known, of course, that on both sides of what is now becoming a long war, Ukraine also are short of weapons. So uh, is there any embarrassment for Putin in terms of his own people or in terms of just propaganda? Oh yes, I think he's very much embarrassed that he has to talk to North Korean leader and beg him actually for military supplies, for um, landmines, for shells, for missiles, for tanks as well. We do still remember the times when Russia was a member of G8 and uh, now looks like he's um, only friends are living in uh, uh, Tehran, in Iran, and uh, in North Korea. And uh, this uh, actually makes us to think about the new axis of evil, uh, which yes. is uh, going through Moscow, Tehran, and uh, definitely Seoul. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm almost sure that uh, this is not the type of leader that Putin wants to meet and this is not the type of leader Putin wants to be because we do remember his close ties with the um, Italian leader Mr. Berlusconi and um, they actually share both um, some sort of a Dolce Vita lifestyle you know yes. uh, mm-hmm. but Dolce Vita doesn't exist in North Korea well, <laughs> unless you are definitely their dictator yes. uh, but it has nothing in common with that Porsche lifestyle that uh, Putin loves, like yachts, um, good wine, and all the stuff. Uh, though we are aware that um, uh, the dictator from North Korea, as you mentioned, uh, does love the Porsche lifestyle. But I think that um, um, this is not what Putin actually wanted. And uh, it's quite humiliating that he has to ask Kim Jong-un for um, for military supplies, I think so. Now, in the light of the death, the assassination of Prigozhin, the dispersal of the Wagner mercenaries, where is, in the inner circle of Putin, we, we read about instability, changes, some people disappearing, some people falling out of windows, or... Uh, being dismissed. Is there something dangerous in that small group 
around Putin. Some Western newspapers, British, American, mainly, are suggesting that Putin's position is dangerous in that he's relying for support on a group of people who are afraid of him and that in those circumstances there are there is danger is that a view you would share or is that analysis completely wrong i don't share this point of view actually right. uh, because i think that uh, well you know the war is going on for a year and a half or even more I guess, and uh, by this time, uh, people are united around the figure of uh, Vladimir Putin, and uh, they see the uh, Europe implementing new sanctions, um, not not actually quite welcoming uh, those who come from Russia to live in Europe, and uh, they don't uh, actually see any uh, victories on the battlefield. Uh, but what they do see is the support of uh, of big west to ukraine they do see military supplies uh, and uh, they do hear the endless talks about f16s that are yes passed to ukraine in the near future i guess uh, so i think at this period at this stage uh, the inner circle of uh, russian leader are, is pretty much united around him Yes, and uh, we do see that uh, what what happens with his um, enemies like Prigozhin. Uh, but um, another guy, you remember, uh, you, you I think you kind of like like this figure, this this person, uh, Sravikin, uh, the general Armageddon. We always yes. discuss his um, yes. his position. Uh, so we are know that we we know that um, he he's uh, safe and sound. Uh, he is um, on the position of, I don't actually remember, something like chief of um, anti-aircraft uh, coalition of former Soviet Union countries, something like okay. that. But he's still working, he's still doing something. He's not in prison, and we've seen his uh, pictures with his uh, wife uh, walking through their country house, something like that. Now, let me ask you, Dimitri, about U.S. estimates, the United States estimates from intelligence sources, that last month they estimated 120,000 Russian soldiers had died, and as many as 180,000 have been injured, and 70,000 Ukrainian troops have been killed, and up to 120,000 Ukrainian uh, soldiers have been wounded. These are, are these numbers, they're massive, it seems. And the Russians are saying that Ukraine lost 71,000 soldiers in the counteroffensive, which was only launched in June, which is what, three months ago. Are these numbers, what do the public say? Because it's impossible. It seems to, from where we are, to mm -hmm. dis to disguise these numbers from the people. So many families who have lost a son, a husband, a neighbor. What what do you make a of the numbers, and b of the feeling of people who know these dead people? I think that. Russian people at the moment are at the very beginning of understanding of what's going on. 
Yes. Uh, they've been trying to avoid all that news, and we've done some a number of uh, street talks in uh, Moscow, asking people about the current situation. Yes. And people are even afraid of uh, naming uh, this events uh, uh, a war or even a special military operation, as Russian propaganda says. They say, like, current situation. So current situation is kind of b- bothering. That's what people say, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, unfortunately, my nation lacks um, empathy. Yes. Uh, they, mm, they do not want to know what's going on. And um, they try to, um, they try not to pay attention to, to the news and to the events. But from the other side, you know, uh, I think that uh, uh, the population of Russia is something around uh, 147 million people at the moment. Yes. So uh, the figures that you've mentioned, they are huge. But they are uh, not crucial for such a big nation, for such a big country. Yes. And uh, you know that there is a like... Um, Mm, some sort of historical anecdote that uh, um, some Russian general once said, "I don't care about uh, these losses. Uh, the women give us will, will give us more. Yes, more kids. So yes, I mean they the, the Russian military say that there has been a new mobilization. Three hundred thousand people have been called up over the past six or seven months." 270,000 people have volunteered and signed a contract to serve in the armed forces and the volunteer units. And there is a process in which at the moment 1,000 to 1,500 people are coming in every day to sign contracts with the army. Our guys, Russian guys, understand what awaits them that they could give their lives for the motherland, they could get seriously injured, and of course the, that they could die. But they are defending the interests of the motherland. Is it the case, Dmitry, that the story Putin tells, that they are fighting as they were in the Second World War, Nazis, that they are under siege, that this is a defensive war, and they are fighting for the motherland? Is that story what the Russian people believe. Yes, exactly. This is the narrative that uh, Russian propaganda and Russian politicians are using since the very beginning of the of the, of the war. I mean, since uh, 2014. Uh, but I have a question, actually. Uh, so if uh, it's uh, similar to fighting Nazis in World War II, yes. why you guys still call it a special military operation? Yes. Why you are not calling it a war? Yes. Why you are not mobilizing like everybody? Uh, why people still, why, why the borders are still open? Why do you trade with Europe? Why do you trade gas and uh, oil to Europe? I don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. And, um, this position is not, is not fair. Concerning the mobilization, I think that, um, it's going to happen quite soon, uh, maybe by the end of September, uh, because we do know that Putin tried to get uh, more soldiers on contract, uh, paying them very good money, actually, yes. very good, uh, but it's not enough. And uh, I think that uh, he had to wait uh, to the end of um, elections, uh, which were in, in, in some Russian regions uh, uh, last weekend, 
and uh, now I guess that uh, he might start a new wave. But we know that actually this the, the first the previous wave is not open, is not closed. He didn't sign any 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 documents um, ending it up. You know. Yes. Now the 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 idea that Russia is alone fighting the West is not real. I mean the the support of I mean the African nations, South Africa, India, Iran, Saudi Arabia. All of these nations, China, of course, perhaps the, well, no doubt the biggest support. So it's true to say, is it, is it not, that Russia has among other nations of the world, big nations, powerful nations, China being a good example, but also Iran in, 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 in certain ways and Saudi Arabia with oil and, and of course, this idea that Vladimir Putin and the Russian people are alone is obviously not true. Um, it's not true, definitely. And uh, Russia is now trying to find new friends, new allies in the world of um, Global South, yes. as uh, as they call it. You know, and uh, I think it's uh, quite successful. But you know, um, Russia is trying to say that we are anti-colonial. Yes. We don't need a superpower, and uh, we are fighting, actually, the ideas of West. But um, look at the war in Ukraine. I mean, it's definitely a post-colonial war, and Russia is definitely an empire. And I think everybody in um, the Latin Soviet American Union nation, certainly was. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and Russia still is. And I think that um, uh, leaders of Global South should understand it. And there is a peculiar um, um, detail. Uh, so in Russian Far East, uh, nowadays there is going an uh, economical forum, uh, Eastern economical forum, where Putin actually came. Um, and um, you know who is the, the, the most high-ranked official attending this summit? No. Um, it's vice prime minister of Laos. Yes. Nobody else came, like okay. from China, from Korea, yes. from elsewhere. Uh, vice prime minister from Laos. Laos I mean, yes. that that should really bother Putin. He he loves uh, throwing a good party, and <laughs> that doesn't look like that. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now, it, it is, as you say, the war is it's 18 months or more now, and in February, which is not too far away, another winter will have passed, and it will be two years. Is this going, I think you said to us before when we were talking, uh, Dimitri, that you felt it would be now a long war. Mm-hmm. I think you said it, it's a couple of months yep. ago when you said this to me. Do you and your friends see this now as a long war? Yes, unfortunately. We do see that uh, the Ukrainian counter-offensive operation um, is still ongoing. It doesn't bring fast results. No. It looks like uh, President Zelensky and Western partners, Western friends of Kyiv, uh, I think they've expected more. I, I'm not sure, yes. but that's what I see from... Well, the West, the message coming out to the West was that this would be a victory for Ukraine in this counter-offensive. Well, this is, a, this is a, a very good question, because what do we treat as a victory for Ukraine? Yes. I think that it can be anything, because uh, we do know that uh, Russia's aim was to uh, uh, get rid of uh, uh, Kyiv, and of uh, Ukrainian governmentship and of um, Ukrainian statehood. I mean, uh, Russians wanted Ukraine to be demolished. Yes. But I guess that um, uh, if Zelensky, if Kyiv would sign any peaceful deal, for instance, like let's imagine they would do it straight away now, I think that will be a victory for for Kyiv and for Zelensky. But um, they understand that they can get more. Uh, they understand that they can get uh, um, uh, Donbass back, Crimea back, and it's going to be hard for them to yes. uh, to to run these regions, to talk to them. Yes, and Zelensky wants more than his partners in the West want. Mm-hmm. There's a disagreement there. Um, it's very tricky game for Zelensky now. Yes, you think so? Because he's definitely saying that um, Ukraine will never uh, in, uh, enter Russia. Ukraine will never, we are fighting only on our land. Yes. But, you know, the missiles are being um, fired from from whole Russia, from Caspian Sea, from southern Russian cities. 
What does it mean? I mean, like, uh, if the troops uh, will come to the border of Ukraine in, in border of like the, the year of 1993, for instance, yes, uh, Russia will still keep on um, uh, uh, sending the missiles on uh, peaceful Ukrainian cities. What will they do then? I mean, you understand? Yeah, I do. Yes, the, yeah, yeah. And uh, the question of the Russian economy and the economic impact of this war. In the West, it was felt, and we have a, one of our contributors is a Russian economist who is outside of Russia. And he thought that after six months of sanctions from the West, that is beginning on February 24, 2022, Russia would have economic problems. They haven't had economic problems, have they? They haven't, not at all. And uh, why is that? Because China support them? Because the Saudis sell them cheap oil, or what? What? Well, uh, I think there are two reasons. First of all, um, uh, the economy is uh, very slow. Uh, I mean, as a process, as a body, it doesn't yes. move fast, and uh, we have to wait. But uh, secondly, um, there, is, there are lots of uh, Russian partners, there are lots of businesses and uh, like hustles who can help Russia, yes. who are eager to supply all that prohibited goods, iPhones, cars, some, some, some items from luxury, for instance. And uh, I mean, we live in a global world. Yes. You can smuggle everything inside Russia. Yes. And you can get good money for that. And we see that uh, the reputation does mean a lot these days. So uh, the sanctions are not working. Let me make it very clear. They are only making uh, Russian people um, more angry to the world, to yes. the world, to yes. the Western world. Because, you know, like when a um, um, typical like young Russian guy wanted um, to buy a pair of nice sneakers, he would go to a normal, like... Um, Sports shop and get them. Yeah. Uh, now he understands that Nike doesn't love him anymore, but he can still get that pair of sneakers. <laughs> he would pay a bit more, I think, uh, like twenty percent more, thirty percent more, not twice, not not two times more. But uh, yes. he still has that option. But he understands that yeah, West doesn't like us. They do not like us anymore. For instance, he is a supporter of Navalny or Khodorkovsky. Yes. His entire war, but. Um, he see that uh, and Western companies and Western governments are um, treating him like he's a soldier in Ukraine. There is no difference uh, between between these two guys for for global West. Let me ask you a final question for today, Dmitri. And as, as I say, we're very grateful to you because we don't hear the Russian voice enough on the feelings of Russia. I want to ask you about the two principal politicians in this fight, Putin and Zelensky. Can Putin do a deal or does he have to, if he does, if Zelensky agrees to sit down with Putin and do a deal, does that mean that Putin has won? He will never make a deal. Uh, yeah. Zelensky will never uh, right. make a deal with Putin. Because Putin would have won. Uh, because there is no point in making any deals with this uh, with this person. 
right. she will um, betray yes. any deal. And uh, it's he's not a thug, you know. He's not a, a, a somebody from from a criminal world because uh, that guys in Russia, Russian mafia, for instance, yeah. Um, it's it's uh, I think it's possible to make deals with them because they respect something. Yes. But uh, you see, former KGB guy. Well, there are no former KGB guys, as we know. <laughs> but uh, person from KGB doesn't have any values. He doesn't anything. He he respects actually, so I think that it would never happen. And um, uh, you know, even I've, I've seen today a map. Um, if if you don't mind, I will add something on my hand uh, yes. uh, at the end of our conversation. I've seen a map today, uh, a map um, saying the number of uh, Ukrainian refugees in Europe, and yes. I was. Uh, very uh, surprised and very astonished that uh, Ireland has yes. almost 100,000 Ukrainians living there since uh, the since the war began. And this number is amazing. It's, uh, it's huge. Um, we, we don't have the room. We can't even look after our own people, but the Irish have big hearts, you know. I, I know, and it's it's amazing, and uh, it's uh, more than Lithuania, where I'm based now, and yes. where there are like many of Ukrainian refugees, and I think this is extremely important, and um, this is just just great, and I'm very thankful to you for opportunity to speaking to you, and it's always a huge pleasure. Yes, um, and we and we have uh, the listeners. What you are telling us, nobody else, we can't get from anywhere else. A final question about Putin. He, he can't lose this war, can he? He can lose. Uh, but yeah, but, that, and survive. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was the second part. That is a good yeah, 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 detail. Um, no, he cannot lose this war. And uh, so I, there, is, there is no chance. I mean, these two events uh, might be taken one from each other on the timeline. Yes. But uh, they will definitely follow one each other. Okay. Dimitri, as always, it's fascinating to talk to you. We're very grateful to you for joining us from Lithuania. And we're very grateful to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.